Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. Hello, good morning and welcome to the Daybreak News. Coming up this morning, restore license of banks collapse for political reasons, says TNM. And also NPA impound 181,000 liters of crude oil and diesel in Western region. As in North by elections, it is a figment of your imagination. EC replies NDC's accusation of inserting candidates' name in voters' register. And police on manhunt for boyfriend who allegedly killed Sutam Senior High School students. This business sports and showbiz is coming in this morning's bulletin. The news will be read by Awen Temi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. Renowned economist Kwame Pianim has called for the license of banks that collapsed due to political reasons to be restored. In an interview, Mr. Pianim expressed his belief that licensed banks, proving to have been revoked for political motives, should have their revocation reversed. His statement follows a pledge made by former President John Romani Mahama to restore the license of banks that he deemed unjustly collapsed during the recapitalization exercise conducted by the Bank of Ghana. As a flag bearer of the National Democratic Congress, Mr. Mahama not only promised to restore the license but also assured that experienced individuals who lost their jobs in the banking sector cleanup would regain their positions. In his acceptance speech following his victory of the NDC's primaries, Mr. Mahama emphasized the party's commitment to revitalizing indigenous investment and the banking and investment sector. Now, the National Petroleum Authority, NPA, has confiscated 73,000 liters of crude oil and 108,000 liters of diesel from smugglers on the high seas in the western region. The separate operations was, were led by the Navy and Marine Police between January and April 2023. The Western Regional Manager of NPA, Mrs. Sandra Edu, made this known at a media engagement in Takrade. Mrs. Edu said the suspected smugglers of the diesel were being prosecuted in court and indicated that the NPA would determine what happens to the product after the final determination of the case. Mrs. Edu stated that the activities of the smugglers were affecting the quality of fuel distributed at the pumps since some filling station owners purchased the product at cheap prices on the blind side of the authority. The media engagement organized by the communications department was to highlight NPA's activities in the petroleum downstream industry and respond to industry-related questions from the media. Mrs. Edu said the NPA had also, in collaboration with security agencies, closed down and revoked the license of four filling stations in the region for failing to meet the authorities' operational requirement.
Now, the Electoral Commission EC have dismissed claims by the National Democratic Congress that the commission is attempting to insert the names of one of the NPP's aspirants in the Asin North Voters Register ahead of the by-election. The NDC had on Sunday revealed that the NPP aspirant Charles Opoku is not a registered voter in the Asin North constituency, adding that the illegal move would help the aspirant contest. Responding to the allegations in a statement, the EC insisted that they were false and should be treated with the contempt it deserved. According to a statement by the EC, a person does not need to be a registered voter in a particular constituency to enable him or her to contest elections in that constituency. Now, the police have started full-scale investigations into the circumstances leading to the death of an 18-year-old female student of the Insutam Senior High Technical School in the Fantiaqua South District of the Eastern Region. Abigail Asari, a second-year girls' art student, was allegedly stabbed to death by Michael Osei Ebaba. Abigail's lifeless body was found at Osei's barber shop at Nsutam last Thursday, June 1, 2023. Osei is said to be Abigail's boyfriend and she had reportedly visited him at the shop last Thursday. Sources claim Abigail left school after vacation and decided to visit Osei before going home. Police sources have told the media that the suspect is on the run and efforts are underway to apprehend him. Osei allegedly accused Abigail of cheating on him and stabbed her multiple times, leading to her death. According to preliminary information gathered by the police at Insutam, supported by officers from the Chebi Divisional Police Command, Abigail's body has since been deposited at the Chebi Government Hospital morgue for autopsy. Now moving to business, Pierre-Frank Laporte, the World Bank country director to Ghana, says Ghana's energy sector debt is a major contributor to the country's debt rules. In an interview monitored by the GNA, the country director indicated that his outfit had identified certain factors that were driving the country's debt situation. According to Mr. Laporte, one of the factors the bank has identified is the energy sector. He said the deficiencies in the sector characterized by the tariff systems and management issues coupled with expensive power purchase by the state in addition to the transmission losses were the major problem in the energy sector driving Ghana's debt. He said the mismatch between the production costs of the independent power producers IPPs vis-a-vis -vis how much consumers paid led to an upset of debt since the government could not make financial commitments to them. Mr. Laporte said the power purchasing agreements the government had signed were expensive in addition to the exorbitant power purchases the country was paying for energy it does not use due to the take or pay contract. He asked the government to pursue some reforms in the areas of tariff adjustment, addressing the transmission losses through improved infrastructure and restructuring the power purchasing agreement 
consistent with the energy demand of the country to reduce a significant portion of the debt. The WB country director acknowledged the progress made thus far via the recent increment and the subsequent approval in tariff by the Public Utility Regulatory Commission, saying much could be achieved if the intended reforms in the energy sector were implemented now moving to sports this morning the black princesses have won the maiden edition of the wafu b girls under 20 cap after beating nigeria 3-1 on penalties in the final of the competition over the weekend at the babayara sports stadium the winner of the tournament which was hosted in kumasi had to be decided via penalties after the game ended 1-1 in regular time Goalkeeper Efia Amenyakun was the hero on the ninth as she saved three sports cakes from the Nigerians to help Yusuf Basigi's side achieve their target of hosting and winning the competition. Captain Stella Nyameche opened the scoring for Ghana in the 37th minute of the game through a penalty after Comfort Owusu was fouled in the box. The Black Princesses looked to be heading for the win in regular time. However, with just five minutes to end the game, the Nigerian equal equalized through Flourish Sebastian to take the match into a penalty shootout. Ghana emerged winners of the shootout and the tournament overall as the Nigerians were only able to successfully convert one of their sport games. Captain Stella Nyameche was named best player of the tournament, while Efia Amenyakun was adjudged best goalkeeper. Now moving to showbiz, the Ghana music rights organization Gamro has served notice to legally deal with veteran high-life musician Akosie Japong for making what they believe are false statements against the organization. This was disclosed by Dinah Hobson, a member of the board of Gamru. She was speaking in a radio interview with uh, the media. According to her, the allegations by some of Gamro's members, particularly Akosie Japong, has contributed to the current woes of uh, the delay of its license to operate. Aside from that, some members who continue to spread false rumors about the organization will continue to make false claims. Some of them, notably Akosie Japong, advise businesses not to pay royalties. In an interview with the media in May 2023, Akosie Japan urged the Office of the Attorney General to close down Gamro because the operations of the Interim Management Committee was illegal. According to her, the Interim Management Committee with Rex Omar as a chairman was working illegally as their mandate was not backed by any law. The Coco Cohet maker pointed out that the office of the Attorney General hadn't renewed Gamro's license, so those at the helm of affairs had no business running the organization. While Gamro was hopeful of its license being renewed, things rather seemed to have gone sour for the organization when Rex Omar, executive director of the interim board, disclosed at a press conference Thursday, June 1, that the attorney general declined renewing their license. Even though it was widely reported in the media that their license had been revoked, Rex Omar corrected the impression in an interview with the media he pointed out that they had hoped to have 
their license renewed, but that has not been possible due to misinformation being peddled about Gamro by some of its members, spearheaded by Akosia Japon. And that's how we draw curtains for the Daybreak News on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awen Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good morning. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Yeah. Oh, Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big.